0: Aller Building Company OLLER it is your answer To taking a blank, brand new house, making it your home in as easy a fashion as possible. No need to mess with all the different catalogs. No need to head to the countertop store over here, and then the light fixture store over there, and then the faucet fixture place over here, or worse yet, potentially just going to a big box store and getting maybe subpar product. Uh, All our building company, all of that, plus more in one location. So you can do it all at once if you want, or you can do it over a number of days if you would like to, but it's one location for your convenience. And because they have area homes in development, you can actually go see what it looks like uh, in real life scenario in an actual home. Maybe your own eventual home. Oller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R. The U.S. Senate will no longer enforce a dress code for members of the upper house elected by those they serve. Chad Pergam, Fox News senior congressional correspondent, tweeted, uh, however, Others entering the chamber must comply with the dress code, coats, ties for men, business attire for women. So a separate set of rules for the politicians than those who work for the politicians. This is all being apparently this is at least being viewed as changing the rules, the historical rules of dress code for senators, all to accommodate Fetterman so he can wear gym shorts and a hoodie. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer quietly sent the directive to the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms, according to Axios. The change allows Fetterman to continue to wear his hooded sweatshirts and gym shorts while working for Americans. This is bizarre to me. Now, the... There, there are a couple of reasons. Largely, why this to me suggests that there is something, whether it is some sort of medical apparatus, but there's something here that, that is almost making it physically not possible for him to wear a suit and maybe he cannot dress himself and it's too, but he gets around. I mean, he walks around. So even if he wasn't able to dress himself, it, you know, it, it he's not someone who is, Bedridden to where you know his wife is having to kind of turn him and put on one sleeve and turn him to put on the other. So I don't think it is a question as to whether or not he can put on a suit. So why why do why do this? It just unless Fetterman is just flat out refusing, like no, I'm not going to wear a suit. What are you going to do about it? Just screw you, screw the rules, screw the this sort of reverence for the U.S. Senate, screw the way it's going to look. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. What are you going to do? Ban me from being in there? And so Chuck Schumer, uh, you know, well, what other choice do I have? I guess we'll just let him wear gym shorts and a hoodie. Now, they, they tried in the beginning to play this off as, oh, this is refreshing. I mean, it's just absurd. The, the lengths that some will go in Washington, D.C., to pretend as if everything that is done by somebody who is a Democrat is this amazing, refreshing thing. And, you know, it's just so wonderful. It also is interesting, particularly if you are the Democrat Party, and you are seen by many people as the party that is much, much, much more likely to say, rules for me, not for thee. We went through the COVID period in which Democrat lawmakers, whether they were in a a legislative uh, capacity or an executive capacity, would push for rules that they themselves would get caught not obeying. Whether that is Gavin Newsom at fancy restaurants not wearing a mask or Ocasio-Cortez vacationing down in Florida without a mask. Or Nancy Pelosi getting a private haircut at a salon when it is illegal or was deemed illegal for them to be open. And these, these uh, uh, demonstrations of we are better than you, we don't have to abide by the rules that we put upon everyone else was consistently coming from Democrats. And while sometimes Democrats would point to Republicans that, well, they're not wearing a mask, yes, but they also fought against everyone else having to. They, They were consistent. And so then in the U.S. Senate to say, well, as senators, we can wear whatever we want to up to and including gym shorts and a hoodie while on the Senate floor doing official Senate business, but staffers that make hardly enough money to get by and have to have roommates in order to just survive financially, you still have to fork out the money to wear nice attire. Rules for thee, not for me once again demonstrated by Democrats this time in the U.S. Senate. And I, I, am I the only one that thinks there's nothing wrong and actually something nice about the, the way you present yourself is a demonstration of the amount of respect you have for the venue? And I I, I, I suppose, arguably... This is a demonstration of honesty because what it suggests here is that Fetterman and Chuck Schumer, who has quietly changed the rules so Fetterman can wear whatever he wants, neither of them really have any true respect for the Senate itself as a body. And I, I think that this move certainly validates that position. Latest news update. Good morning, everyone. From Color 10, I'm Angela Luna. A home invasion in Springfield led to canine search for the suspect. Early Saturday morning, officers were called to a home on the South Broadway Avenue after police say someone entered the home and assaulted the victims. The person then stole the victim's motorcycle and took off. Officers spotted the rider and tried to stop them, but they got away. SPD has not confirmed if the suspect has been caught. A woman from Republic is dead after a crash on I-44 that took place Saturday. Crystal Hassett was a passenger in a car that was headed west on I-44 in the Clay County when the driver went off the left side of the road. The driver overcorrected, causing the car to drive off the right side of the road and overturn. Hassett was ejected from the car. She was lying in the road when another car hit Hassett before driving off. Hassett died later that night. For the latest news, tune in at 5 and 6. I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunny, high near 82 today, mostly clear, with a low around 60 overnight. A high near 84 with clouds tomorrow, and there is a chance of some showers Wednesday afternoon, otherwise mostly cloudy, a high near 75. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. (laughs) Republican Representative Lauren Boebert issued an apology after she and the male companion were escorted out of Denver's theater production of Beetlejuice, uh, causing a disturbance on Sunday. If, if this is a, an illustration of how absurd the media has become and the timing could not be better. At the same time, you have this Democrat who is running for Congress in Virginia. And it was revealed that she was selling sexual performances online, Um, and she was actually booted off this porn site because you evidently are not, their standards are, you are not allowed to ask for money in exchange for certain behavior and i'm telling you the behavior this is a they make it sound like well this was just some sex tape between her and her husband and they kept using the word leaks out it's not leaked out if you have it on the internet and you're asking people to give you money to do certain things and i'm telling you it's it, it was depraved stuff i read some of it, it it's it's is it bad not what one would consider to be normal Daily Caller or Wire did a story about how the AP, not only, when this first came about, not only did they not write a story about it, but they called her to give her a heads up that this information was out there. So, trying to, you know, help her get ahead of it. Meanwhile, you would think... That Lauren Boebert here had committed the crime of the century because she was vaping and laughing and singing along during a performance of Beetlejuice. I, and they're and, tenacious. They just kept going after it after it at some point either because the the media requested it or because someone in the theater released it they got footage they the somebody, they, ah, we got footage that shows the incident now when this first came out and she's she's going through a divorce and she is at this performance with some some guy and she first was out ahead of this and had tweeted something about, yeah, getting booted out and she, you know, somebody let me know how the rest of it was because we were really enjoying it and recommended people go see the performance saying it's, it's a great performance. And then when she embraced, if you will, what she had done, then it comes out. Well, she was vaping. Oh my goodness. You know, cocaine in the White House is no big deal. But Lauren Boebert is vaping at a performance of the musical Beetlejuice. We've got to get some tapes. Where are the security tapes? We've got to release those. The American people must know about this. Absolutely have to know about this. I Just look at how they deal with this stuff. Cocaine in the White House. Ah, uh, you know. Whatever. Vaping in the theater. <gasps> Oh, if this were Fetterman, I guess, she'd be in the clear. So then she denies vaping. And so, of course, because this is such a significant story... It gets leaked out to the media a video that shows her vaping. They have night vision cameras in the theater or something, and that's what it looks like, sort of that grainy footage. And you can see, and so now she's come out and she's admitted that she was vaping, but says so she didn't remember that she was vaping. Which, to me, it's like, stop digging this hole. Stop it. Just stop it. I don't care if somehow you don't remember it. You don't say, I don't remember it, <laughs> because what does that seem like to most people? It seems like just another lie. And the thing of this, it is over something so insanely ridiculous and irrelevant compared to the things that the media ignore or try and cover up for Democrats. You know what would be fun, actually, to make a point is if she just kept claiming that there was no evidence, there's no evidence, but there's video footage. That's not evidence. Just play the game that Democrats do when it comes to bribery, LLCs, secret bank accounts, and millions of dollars flowing from Russian oligarchs and communist Chinese, and and you know the phone calls and the text messages and the voicemails and all of this. Yet we keep being told, "Well, that's not evidence." L- Lauren Boebert, she should take that position. We're I mean, like, oh, "That's not evidence." But but here, look at the video. The, here it is, and uh, you are vaping. That there's there's still no evidence i was vaping <laughs> i the the timing of this gal from virginia who is running and then soliciting money for her campaign uh, apparently she kept saying that the money's for a good cause and these videos some were posted after she had already she was in the running this wasn't something from 20 years ago and oh, and you've got uh, like the ethics czar in the Biden administration was donating to her campaign. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> which site he made that donation through or she. I don't know if it was a he or she. You look at not only do they dismiss that, they act like they try to make her look like a victim. Oh, the video quote leaked out, video that she posted on the internet. Meanwhile, Lauren Boebert. My gosh, crime of the absolute century. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. It's <laughs> always a good time. I know we continue to have traffic reports, but apparently Battlefield is just an absolute nightmare. Uh, people coming from Branson can't use that James River exit as they're this is the sinkhole deal, right? They're trying yeah. to, yeah, uh, take care of the rest of that sinkhole. And so I've always, I don't, it's, it's, stuff like this does get done at night, right? I, sometimes, if you know, I'll drive, of course, I come to work really early and there, it's not uncommon right. that I'll see MoDOT at four in the morning, or, you know, they're out there, the lights are on, they're doing work. Why on a Monday during driving to work time, you I don't know.
1: Now, I know that they closed it, I think it was Saturday morning and they had either started working on it or they had started preparing the area for the repairs, but uh, mm. it's been closed since Saturday, but it's okay. going to be a so, hot mess until, I think they said they're going to try to open it sometime Friday, so oh I don't know if that's going to be Friday morning. Well, that makes more Friday sense if,
0: if it takes an extended period of time mm-hmm. and then they, you know, start so it's not like they can just open and re- close and open and close. And right. Yeah, so just, you know, be aware of that. It's, apparently it's a, a train wreck. Complete toll. Where's Pete? Yep. Need old Pete Buttigieg over there. Fill that hole up, Pete. <laughs> Petey. Where, Where Where's at? Pete been? I don't know. I've not seen Pete. Uh, uh, just, you don't hear much from him at all anymore. All these I I think that the kiss of death for a majority of Democrats with higher aspirations are to, at some point, be portrayed as the 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 next great hope for the democrats um stacy abrams uh she was the the great hope she still is an election denier incidentally refuses to uh, acknowledge that that election wasn't stolen from her that being the gubernatorial race in georgia beto o'rourke oh the next he was then it's funny because they would say he was the next what was it like uh rfk or jfk meanwhile there is an actual kennedy running but they you know ignore that you you had uh you know pete Buttigieg was going to be this just oh he's he's america's mayor this guy and oh he he could be the answer to all of this and and he just again This is what happens when you put people in positions they are not equipped to do. Frankly, to some degree, it isn't really Kamala's fault. I mean, yeah, she shares responsibility in it. Her total incompetence, Pete Buttigieg, these are people that accepted the position. There's not a level of maturity amongst these people to go, you know what? I'm probably not the best choice. (laughs) Pete Buttigieg, I mean, we knew we were in trouble with this guy whenever upon his nomination or his swearing in, he noted that his experience was from when he was a kid and rode on trains. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that, that's what you're leading with? That It would be better not to try and justify your credibility in this particular area at all. Just don't say anything. Well, I used to ride a train back and forth to school or college or wherever it was. I. I th- this is what happens it's not just government it's any business or organization if you've ever seen somebody put into a position that they were in no way shape or form qualified for this is what you get you get a kamala harris you get a pete buddha judge i don't know why is so difficult why i know the identity politics thing that democrats are obsessed with it but you realize how much easier it would be if you just picked people qualified
1: now, you're just nitpicking.
0: I am nitpicking, aren't I? <laughs> just pick <laughs> people qualified Well, i the job.
1: I'm qualified for Peach Job. I watched uh, Thomas the Train. Thomas yeah. the Engine, is that what it's called? Yeah,
0: Thomas. Uh, uh, what is that oh, called? I don't know. Well, see. Well, anyways, well, I not guess I'm as not as qualified as you well, thought. Well, no,
1: no, 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 no. Now, I watched like two episodes of it with my little one. So
0: I've I think ridden. That's pretty qualified. I've ridden uh, Amtrak on numerous occasions from C. So Saint you're just Louis. as
1: qualified? Yeah
0: um and i had you know growing up we had the traditional train go around the christmas tree mm, yeah that uh
1: we had that too
0: i can't tell you how many years we've done polar express down in branson i mean if that now, doesn't why make didn't me,
1: you run for this position I, yeah
0: i should have <laughs> thrown throw your name my, in there i i I mean literally based off of what pete buddha judge declared as his qualifications i am overqualified yeah you for are. that position <laughs> But this is exactly this is, you know, and you have some of these people, and I understand that to a large degree, that's what politics is. And these positions are no longer about most qualified people. It's about who checks off the the, the boxes. And 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 so in that atmosphere, I think you sometimes do get this genuine confusion. As to now, why isn't Kamala doing you know more? Why isn't she more popular? Why you know? And you get these elites that scratch their heads or they sit around uh, hosting shows like Meet the Press, and they all just talk about how they can't figure out why it is that Pete Buttigieg isn't more popular because he's incompetent and bad at the job. It it it's not. That hard to figure out. When you take someone who is not qualified for a job and put them in the job, odds are they're not going to do very well. Now, there are going to be the few exceptions in which somebody is smart enough, is bright enough to realize, uh uh-oh, I don't know what I'm doing, and they are going to try as best as they can to, as quickly as possible, learn on the job. But when you're in an environment like a Pete Buttigieg or a Kamala Harris, where anytime anyone criticizes you, they get demonized for being racist, or they get demonized for being homophobic, and you're surrounded by people that just talk about how wonderful you are, why would you try and improve? Because in your mind, you're doing just fine. The problem is everyone else. Why do these disasters keep happening on my watch? why would i even start talking about that oh yeah the uh james river uh, james freeway, river freeway. <laughs> <laughs> battlefield being evidently just filled with vehicles because of that pothole situation and yeah pete to judge could come wear one of those little hard hats if he could come riding his bicycle along and fall in the hole springfield's talk 1041, i'm nick reed you're listening to nick reed in the morning on springfield's talk 1041. Uh, Yes. Okay. Thank you. So someone from, I don't know, from MoDot or, but they had texted in that they have been working uh, since Saturday on the hole there, because I was like, why would he do it so early in the morning? But I, I didn't think about, oh, well, it takes a really long time. It's not like a, a five-minute job. And they're like, let's pick the earliest and most inconvenient time of the day uh, when people are driving to work. It's you know just the, the nature of the job. Uh, regarding qualifications to, much like Pete Buttigieg, Transportation Secretary, uh, one of you texted in that, that you went to the Christmas train in Lebanon, so they're qualified. <laughs> now, is that what i'm not sure what is that the caboose at the park i used to go to cub scout camp at that there's the park if you're headed as a highway five um and and uh there i don't know if it's still there or not but there was a caboose so i'm not sure if that or if there's some other train in lebanon uh i don't know I, i can't recall uh thomas the tank there is a there's a train movie called Snowpiercer that's actually a really good film. There was a series that was made um, trying to capitalize off the quiet success of Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer was a film that I had just come across at some point um, on a streaming service and thought this was a really good movie. Why have I never heard of it? And it had some relatively big names in it, but I thought it was a it was a really good. It's this train, the whole the whole premise of it. Is it? It's a train. There was some sort of uh, uh, global catastrophe in terms of weather. I don't remember there being all this talk about like, oh, man-made global this or anything. It, that was just the print. And so these people lived on a train that was constantly traveling, um, and there it there was a, a sort of a government, if you will, set up in the train. There were different classes of people. It was sort of the the look of a, a society under communism or socialism, um, as I remember it, but it, it was a good one. Um, as we just sit and talk about train movies, then there's a Korean zombie train movie that there's a set there's, I forget the name of it, but it, it was, I'm not big into zombie movies to me. I, I tend to, I don't know. I think they're all kind of the same, but the, the Korean, um, train zombie movie the first one anyway the one i've seen is actually really good and it's it largely takes place on a train while zombies are taking over and so there's my uh train movie and then during the commercial we were talking and sarah was talking out loud about what would be a great movie idea for a train and i said it sounds like speed three and she's like oh is that what speed three is about I said there is no speed three. And she said, you've never even heard of the movie speed.
1: No, sorry. Oh man. Are, Are you disappointed in me?
0: I mean, I, well, no, I just, honestly, I don't even know if I went back and watched it, if I would think that it was as good as it seemed at the time, Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. And, uh, she, well, the, they're, they're on a bus. I think it's primarily, she's there as a passenger and it ends up for some reason having to drive the bus. But, some crazy guy uh what was his name um oh I forget his name who plays the crazy guy but he has a bomb on the bus and if it drops below 55 miles an hour as she's driving through the city then the bus is going to blow up and there was a, a, a speed two that was made on a cruise ship man it did not have Keanu Reeves in it I don't remember if Sandra Bullock was in it or not so no, she, yeah speed three could be a train
1: she was in the original one yeah uh i think she
0: was dennis hopper she that's was the in, thank you dennis hopper is the name of the crazy she was guy in the second one oh so she was in the second one it's on was it jason Thiss? who was who was the lead guy
1: like are you talking actor wise yeah yeah or... yeah who's, okay. who's the
0: lead actor in so in... it's a
1: sandra bullock keanu reeves dennis hopper no Jeff... no, no
0: the second one
1: oh second one yeah. hold on stand by here uh jason patrick
0: okay jason patrick yeah It was not as good as the first. The one thing I do remember that was just hilariously. Well, in my mind, anyway, of course, it's unrealistic. Right. But there's a there's a a part where it has to jump this gap. Uh, uh, I think it's on an overpass. There's construction that's being done and it's like the front of the bus lifts up unnaturally as it it just it was it was pretty bad, if I recall, even at the time. And maybe I'll go back. You do, you wonder, some of those movies if you watch them and you're like, that actually was not that good. But it was really good at the time. What year was that?
1: 94.
0: Okay. Let's see. What are we looking at here? Okay. Uh, I want to share this with you here in just a couple moments, and it's just some brief numbers. But as we watch this UAW fight, take, it's interesting to watch where people are siding on this thing. You know, people sometimes feel like, oh, we have to take a side. Uh, Josh Hawley had tweeted out that you know the the workers who are on strike that you know they he's he's siding with them um Trump talked about maybe even going up there and striking with them uh i you know sometimes there isn't necessarily a right side if that makes sense and maybe there is i frankly have no idea how much these people make now i don't know I, you know th- these are the things that to me Are very vital to a news story if you want people to actually be informed as to what it is that you're reporting on. So we hear the strike, 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 and well, we want. I think it's now they're saying a 36 percent. It's it's gone up, it's gone down, but they're at the point. I believe this morning a 36 percent pay raise over four years, and they also want to only have to work 36 hours a week but get paid for 40. Now that out of the pocket. I, I just I, I don't agree with that. I just don't think you should get paid for not working. I, I, especially when I'm the consumer of the product that's going to cost more because of it. That's just me. But when it comes to salary, do any of these news reports tell us what the average salary of these people are? Because that would be helpful. Are these people that when you break it down making $12 an hour, or are these people when you break it down making $40 an hour? That just seems very relevant to me so i don't even know whether you know they're being reasonable unreasonable um maybe it's just sort of in between a little bit the reason the car companies themselves are well there's a number of reasons they're in the position that they're in but one of the driving forces is the government the biden administration Trying to artificially alter the marketplace, not based off of people's wants and needs, but based off their own green agenda, which, of course, is all about getting money to the right people. Your money, my money, taxpayer dollars getting funneled to these different industries that turn around and put it right back into the coffers of the Democrats. And it is costing them tremendously money. It is it is caused the it costs them a lot of money. But the. The information I want to share with you, and I've shared some of this information before. All of this is done for two reasons. One, oh, because these are so-called clean vehicles. Not true. And this is what we have to do to not be dependent on other countries for transportation. In other words, energy, right? And this is going to make us more dependent on countries like China, not less but more you're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's talk one Oh four one. Sarah Myers, everyone.
1: Thank you. Well, I don't know. It was a couple months ago. I read a report that the average brand new car costs somewhere in the upper $40,000 range. So if you are out there and you are looking to purchase a new vehicle soon, but you don't want to have buyer's remorse, I want to recommend my friends over at Avis, the car rental company, and their brand new long-term rental program. Now, with the long-term rental program, you can use any type of vehicle with the long-term rental program and you can swap them out every couple of months if you wish to do so. They have all kinds of brand new vehicles, including new Ford F-250s, uh, Toyota 4Runners, Chevy Trailblazers, Ford Cargo Vans, which would make a great addition if you are a business owner looking to add to your fleet of vehicles. And they also have the Chevy Bolt EVs. So they really do have something for everyone. And like I said, if you get into a vehicle and you realize, you know what, this is not what I want to purchase in the future. This is not something that I even want to drive right now. Now, you can swap them out every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the long-term rental program, just swing by the Avis store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. And speak to Lauren. And as always, you can find all of that contact information for Avis, the car rental company, under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com.
0: So according to Forbes, I was mentioning that when you hear these news stories and they talk about the salaries and and what at one point it was 40 is over forty percent then under forty and right now it's at thirty six percent raise over four years they're wanting. But these these stories that you hear, these you know, they, they don't talk really about well where they are now. So there is a Forbes story and they reference that the average what was it per hour? 30, 32 dollars an hour um, is the top scale assembly. Uh, that is is what they're currently at, and then part time is around seventeen. I think they referenced what are, they didn't call them part time, um, but uh, well, I'll, I'll have to read through and share some of these details. A lot of this apparently also has to do with their desire to unionize workers in the electric vehicle factories, some of which are from you know countries like South Korea and so forth. And, you know, they, they, they want that control in there. They're, they're just making uh, ultimately all of this, regardless of whose fault or responsibility, uh, vehicle, it's just going to make it more expensive. I mean, if you thought, <laughs> if you're one of these people that think vehicles are just too cheap, well, you're in luck and i do genuinely because of government's involvement in this and government artificially changing the marketplace and this is trying to force electric vehicles on on this country we are going to end up being one of those countries where only really wealthy people are able to afford new cars and the rest of us are going to be duct taping our cars together to make them last as long as humanly possible and we're going to end up needing to have Uh, loan options that are as far out as a home loan option is, 15 or 30 years in order to cover the cost of a vehicle. One of the reasons we're told all of this is necessary is so that we're not dependent on foreign countries. This is, aside from the lie that this is good for the environment. That is the other selling point. and they use the invasion of Crimea by Russia in or, or uh, Ukraine by Russia in order to um, you know further that narrative because gas prices had already been going up because of the Biden policies. And of course they didn't want to say it was the Biden policy, so they tried to blame it on Putin, but it was all part of their argument. See that's why we need to be uh, less reliant on these foreign countries. The United Auto Workers, of course, they're striking now against the three automakers. The union has con- continuously asked for a contract that ensures security for auto workers amid Biden's EV push, which, if not coupled with an ambitious manufacturing agenda, may eliminate millions of U.S. jobs. China. Would be the single largest uh, benefactor of such failures by the Biden administration. Aside from producing a majority of the world's electric vehicles, China also controls key components of the EV battery supply chain. This is where we deal with the absolute absurdity and disinformation of the lie that, well, this is why we have to get away from oil and gasoline powered, because that makes us reliant on other countries. One, it only does if we choose for it to. Trump demonstrated we don't have to be reliant on other countries using oil. But furthermore, it doesn't make us less reliable or less doesn't make us rely less on other countries. Through the mineral refining process necessary to build electric vehicle batteries, China controls nearly 70% of the world's lithium, 95% of manganese, uh, um, uh, manganese, 73% of cobalt, 70% of graphite, and 63% of nickel. So, in other words, they control everywhere from 63 up to 95 percent of the materials necessary for the production of these vehicles or the batteries. Compare China's control over mineral refining in the U.S., which has barely any domestic capacity to process minerals today, despite Biden's insistence that the American economy and consumers are prepared for EVs. They just have to force us into it. About 77 percent, this story here, Breitbart has a breakdown, noting that China controls the parts needed to go into the EV battery itself. About 77 percent of cathodes are made in China, along with 74 percent of separators, 82 percent of electrolytes, 92 percent of uh, anodes, 73 percent of NMC cathodes and 99 percent of LFP cathodes. The U.S., on the other hand, makes just 1% of the world's N.M. or NMC cathodes that are used for EV batteries. Well, in other words, again, we are shifting ourselves to where we are going to be completely under the thumb of China when it comes to transportation. And all of those minerals, the process of extracting those, in fact... One of the arguments that has been used to prevent the extraction of those elements in this country where it has been determined that we may have them is environmental reasons. You think extracting oil from the ground is messy? You ain't seen nothing yet. So what do we do? We rely on China to do it. And in case you aren't aware of this, they're not nearly as concerned with being environmentally friendly as we are here in the United States. So it's going to be done in a much less environmentally friendly manner. This is one of the biggest aggravations about all of this, aside from the fact that they are trying to force it upon the American people, that the reasons they give for it are totally and completely invalid. Doesn't help the planet. Doesn't make us less reliant on other countries. In fact, worse in many instances for the planet and makes us more reliant on countries, which, lucky for us, they're also countries that don't really like us that much. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. forget all your home loan needs i want a great home loan.com big small everything in between make it step one um we we've gotten scared away a lot of people because of the interest rate situation and you think oh man now compared to where the interest rate has been in the past before i was old enough to buy a house it still isn't too terribly bad but frankly my interest rate locked in is much 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 less than what's available today but you can always refinance And so if the reason you're thinking, well, I'll save money by waiting, especially if you're renting right now, the amount that you're paying for someone else's mortgage or landlord, whomever owns the house or apartment that you're in, far exceeds any sort of interest rate situation that you will, quote, lose money on. And you can always refinance. So when the interest rates get lower, then you can go down to that rate. So, any other questions that you may have regarding that, I want a great home because you do. It has been announced by Iran, who apparently controls us in certain capacities now, that they are expecting, now that they have their uh, $6 billion plus, courtesy of the United States, allowing that money to get transferred to Iran. They will be releasing the hostages. So the, the price that has been set in the marketplace of hostage-taking by the Biden administration is just over, it's about point two five billion billion an American. Here's a nice story. The Taliban has detained an American and 18 others for promoting Christianity. An American's been captured and taken hostage by the Taliban after the group raided the offices of a Swiss nonprofit group based in Afghanistan, accusing them of promoting Christianity. On Friday, the International Assistance Mission, IAM, confirmed that the Taliban had detained the American worker and 18 others after the radical group stormed its offices just 400 miles outside of Kabul. Since the Taliban seized control of the country two years ago, non-government organizations have become a more significant threat. The group introduced harsh measures banning Afghan women from education after the sixth grade from public life and work, including workers, for NGOs. Three members including the Americans were taken in the first raid, 15 others were taken later. They're being held in an unknown location in Kabul, the site of President Joe Biden's botched Afghanistan withdrawal. The International Assistance Mission said in a statement, we are unaware of the circumstances that led to these incidents and have not been advised of the reason for the detention of our staff members. The well-being and security of our colleagues are paramount to us and we're doing everything possible to ensure their safety and secure their swift release. Now, while, unless they say otherwise, we can't know that the ultimate primary driving force behind this was the bounty that is put put on the heads by the Biden administration but it sure doesn't hurt does it when you recognize and you had just last week Anthony Blinken saying that this is what we do now and we will do it in the future whatever it takes if somebody takes an American hostage we'll give in to them this is the sort of result you get Glenn Beck's next I'm Nick Reed